are your friends? Who do you speak to about love, life and everything else that entails? I'm Kirsty Fitzpatrick and I'm 20-something and this is my friend Jen Saderhelm. She's 40-something. Despite, or maybe in fact, of our 20-year age gap, we've come to seek each other out for advice and feedback. We're more connected than you think and that's why we've started this podcast, 2040, celebrating friendship across generations. 2040 Season 2, Podcast 6, Dreams. So, Jen, on the back of a conversation we had a couple of podcasts ago about signs, superstitions and psyche, I want to talk to you about dreams and dreams that you have and what kind of meanings you can take from the dreams that you have because we all have them and most of the time I certainly forget what they're about but sometimes they really stick with you and off the back of this conversation about signs and trying to look for things and see whether or not they have meaning I had a dream a little while ago about a family member of mine and it was pretty intense and pretty scary and I woke up really feeling a bit worried about this particular dream and why I'd had it and what it meant and realized that from that dream I was trying to look for a sign to see if it did mean something Mm. in the end now looking back well I certainly hope it won't for the future but it hasn't up until this stage it was just one of those bizarre dreams but I always think about dreams and look at them and think where have they come from did they just appear in my mind out of nowhere and I feel like you can always link it back to something you were thinking about or something you were worried about what do you think as you know I will look into the psychic side of things and look for the Mm. meaning beyond that but it's funny you should say this because I had a dream last night that I was wading into some water and there were snakes in the water everywhere and I was really terrified that I was going to get bitten because they're all brown snakes in the dream and I woke up specific too I know but you'll realize why I woke up this morning and I immediately when I thought about the dream I thought that's a message telling me I'm wading into scary waters and then I actually talked myself out of it and said Jen don't read into it. That's because you saw that video yesterday, the brown snake trying to go on the light rail in Cambridge. Did you oh. see that video? And of course I'd seen that and mm. it had a real effect on me going, oh my God, imagine being on that light rail and having a brown snake trying to come on board. And mm. so it had obviously frightened me subconsciously. Mm-hmm. This time, and I don't normally do this, I made the choice to go, no, that's just because you watched that video and it scared you yesterday. Mm. I'm the opposite. I would never have a dream and look into it and be like, what does that mean? A snake in water would never make me think, oh, I'm going into scary waters. I've got to change path or change route. I would exactly do what you did eventually. And I would go, (laughs) oh, well, I just saw something yesterday and that's what it is. See, that's key. You said eventually. No, what you did eventually. I would do that straight away. Okay. All right. Because for me, I really do read into my dreams. However, I can also see them as being huge manifestations of stress. So when I am stressed, I feel like generally I outwardly seem calm, Mm. but the calm doesn't manifest in my dreams. Before any major change at work, I always have sequences of massive work-related stress dreams. So the first time I ever had to read the news, the night before I went in to do that particular reading, I dreamt that my boss had called me in the office and said there was going to be a major structural change to news reading. And from now on, every story that you read in the news booth had to be accompanied by a plasticine model. (laughs) (laughs) And so he threw me into the news booth after that. (laughs) And here I am, it was about a house fire and I was reading the house fire and I made... (laughs) <laughs> Plasticine model at 
time. And I haven't finished it and I'm just getting to the flames. But I finished the story and I'm having that, I don't know what to do now. Do I finish my model or do I move on to cat containment in the suburbs? And I even was like, in the dream, I was prepping the next story. Oh my God, while trying to build a model of what you're doing. Building a plasticine model. And it was so vivid. The real meaning in that is the fear that I wasn't going to be able to handle reading the news. But that was a scary dream. Wow, that's funny. That's like really quite funny. See, I think I've had dreams about work too, but it's more been that I used to often be called into work if a colleague was sick or if something had happened to be called into work sort of last minute. I would sometimes have dreams that that had happened and I would wake up with a fright and run through and check my phone and Sometimes there was a missed call saying, hey, can you come into work at three o'clock and four o'clock in the morning or whatever it was. And maybe so that was my subconscious actually hearing my phone buzzing in the kitchen Mm. and then somehow incorporating that into my sleep and jumping up. And other times my phone hadn't rung at all. There was nothing that I was dreaming that it would. So I understand the stress or the worry related dreams, but nothing like that. (laughs) I bet you will now, now that I've said this to you. I often have the dream where I wake up all of a sudden in my room and I think that the silence in my bedroom is dead air. Oh, wow. And I've had that dream. That's a recurring thing for me. And I jump with a start because I think that everything's gone off air. Well, see, that's interesting. Yes. And I think I've probably also dreamt that I'm late to work. I've slept through my alarm and I should have been at work a couple of hours ago and I worried about that too. But I've never had any freak out dreams about work. I've never dreamt that I have to build a plasticine model. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the best. I don't know where that came from, but it was quite artistically creative. However, I then need to ask you the very important question that I just was discussing with my hubby the other day about, do you sleep with people in your dreams? Uh, Be honest. uh, Not that I can remember. (laughs) Not that I can remember, no offence to those wish, people that it wasn't memorable, but... <laughs> no. I wish everyone could see your face right now, because there's the little bit in you right now that makes me think, is she telling me the whole truth or not? I've dreamt about people in that way. I even said to my partner the other day, I had this dream about this rugby league player and that we were dating, but I don't remember if we slept together in my dream. I don't think we did. But then every time I saw a picture or whatever of this guy, my partner said to me, you're blushing. Like, what happened in that dream? And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, don't be silly. It was just a dream. It means nothing. But we've literally had the conversation where he's like, look at you. You keep bringing him up and it keeps like <laughs> popping up around the place. Are you sure nothing else happened? But I don't remember sleeping with him. But I, I was dating him. Yeah. All right. Well, for me, my husband often has dreams where things start. But just where it starts to get interesting, he has that hey, you're married, no, you can't do this. And so it never reaches its Uh, conclusion. Whereas I don't have the same... (laughs) You just do it. However, interestingly different to him, he has had the Selma Hayek, etc. But mine is really random. So I've had sex with my gay colleague, who would obviously never partake of that with me. I've done it with a few other people, which will remain... But beat this, my favourite and one of the best experiences was the sex dream I had with Mr. Bean on the front bonnet of his mini. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> what is going on in your head? I, I don't know. So the subconscious is so fascinating. So, but then do you ever look back to that and go, why did I have that dream? Did you watch something with that had Rowan Atkinson in it? Were you watching Mr. Bean? or? I recently had watched the start of the London Olympics 
Do you remember that? He was in the band and he played and all he had to do was the chariots of fire, dun, 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 dun. And it's a whole sketch and it's very, very funny. But he's dressed beautifully because it's the start of the Olympic Games. And I remember in my head when I watched it thinking, he's a bit of all right, really, even though he was playing Mr Bean. But my subconscious has gone, he's more than a bit of all right. You'll have him too. Oh, my God. How crazy. Yeah. And so do you feel guilty when you wake up the next morning? Do you ever worry that have I actually done that? I think I feel less guilty because there's one thing to say, hey, I had sex in my dream last night with Jason Momoa. It's quite another thing to tell your husband, hey, I had sex in my dream last night with Mr. B. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I don't think he feels half as threatened. No, that's a good point. Also interesting that you openly say that. The Mr. Bean one was extremely funny. Yeah. However... I have one final story on this mm. because one of the nights where I did do it with someone who was probably appropriate, <laughs> oh God, let's start that again, who was... Who you might in real life. Yes, who I might in real life. Right. Thank you. That's a much better way of phrasing it. I happened to see the next day at work. Mm. Everything was normal, but this particular day, I just could not look them in the face. And I blushed when I saw oh, them. Oh, wow. And again, this is that moment of where you do feel guilty for something that you haven't actually really yeah. done. And I couldn't speak to them, which is uncharacteristic of me for the whole day. So that person actually approached me later on the day and said, what have I done wrong? Really? Yeah. Did you tell them? I said, I had a dream last night and I don't want to tell you anything more than that, but I'll be fine tomorrow. And that was about the gist of the conversation. And that person who is going to know who they are now because they've always suspected what that dream was about. Ah. Wow. I really can't think of dreams where I've just slept with random people. This will lead into another aspect about dreams. I have had dreams about people where I've really not known if it's happened or not. And Mm. I've kind of the next day or when I've next seen them been, did that happen? Were you mad at me or did you do this thing? Or I've woken up from a dream and gone, I actually don't know if that happened or not. Maybe that wasn't my dream. Maybe that was me remembering something that has happened and I don't know if it's real or not. Mm. And so it's made me look at people in a different way. Because I can't figure out whether or not it was actually a dream or if it wasn't a dream. Oh, wow. Mm. That is not something I've experienced. Because it's so vivid. Because when you're dreaming, particularly about other people, that person is there. It's not like it's part of them or it looks like them. It's that person and you're thinking about that exact person in your dream. So the next day when you wake up, they were there as much as they are when you see them when you're not dreaming. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And that's the incredible thing about a dream is that you can wake up the next morning and not know for certain if that did or didn't happen because mm. it is that realistic, even if it's plasticine building houses in the newsroom. <laughs> yes, it is realistic. I have something that I do before I go to bed when I'm really upset or really stressed. If I'm dwelling on something in bed, I say to myself, I don't want to dream about this tonight. And then I put it down. Mm. And so far across my life, that's never happened. But I do find if there's something that's weighing on my mind, if I don't say that to my head Mm. before I go to bed, I often will have a dream or a stress dream or something like that. It's just whether or not I connect the dots. But saying to myself, I don't want to dream about that tonight has been something that has stopped me from having certain Mm. things come up. Do you dream often? Yes. I don't. I couldn't Mm. tell you the last time I had a dream. My partner dreams quite often. Mm. 
And I only know that because he's moving in his sleep and I know he's dreaming. And my partner will have such vivid, bizarre dreams. He'll get out of bed. One time I had a sore back and I had a heat pack in bed. And I just remember waking up to him yanking the heat pack off the bed and throwing it across the other side of the room. And I was like, hey, whoa, what are you doing? And he was asleep and he was dreaming. And he kind of woke up because it hit the bed or something. And it fell really hard. It kind of woke me up. And he was like, oh, what? I didn't do anything. And I was like, you just threw this heat pack across the room and on the bed. It woke me up and you up. And he was like, no. He had no recollection of it. Other times I've woken up and he's been trying to get out the window or we've got a door that goes into our ensuite and he's just been standing at the door randomly, just standing there doing nothing. He doesn't sleep walk or sleep talk, but he's very active in his dreams, but then we'll wake up and have absolutely no idea what's happened. So when you found him at the door, what did you do? I was like, hey, what are you doing? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, you're standing at the door. And he was like, nah, like, what do you mean? And then he came back and climbed into bed and I kind of shook him awake and realised that he wasn't awake before. And I was like, are you okay? Are you trying to get through to the bathroom? Is everything okay? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I said, you just were standing like just staring at the door randomly. That's sleepwalking though. So you say he doesn't, but actually he does. But it's not sleepwalking like you imagine sleepwalking. I don't know how to describe it. It's more just that something will spur him and he'll like kind of jump up half awake, half asleep, but then not be able to remember that that's happened. Yeah, but the thing is, fortunately, the door's shut and he's not in the mind zone to just sort of be able to walk out because a couple of things for me, I'm like your partner. Like, I'm not a sleepwalker, but I no. get out of bed. Yeah. But my husband has had to put me back to bed because I was trying to sell someone the air conditioner. <laughs> found me out of bed standing on like a unit and I was talking to the air conditioner. He could see it was a full conversation and he, he woke me up and he said, what were you doing? And I said, I was selling the air conditioner. <laughs> so I was having a conversation with the customers selling my air oh, conditioner. But unit. see, that's interesting that you can remember that. My partner can't remember anything that he dreams about like that. See, I remember that I was at the air conditioner I can't remember what I was saying no. to him. I now can't remember if I do remember or whether it's just Andrew saying. You've had the, yeah. Yeah. And the other one for me was much younger, but I was in a, I know, I was in my own room at this stage and my mum came because you could hear this banging on the wall and she found me trying to climb my cupboards and she's like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm trying to get into bed. And she said, that's not your bed, that's mm. the cupboard. Mm. So I know I get out of bed infrequently but again it's usually if I'm sick or stressed yeah yeah there's all sorts of stories I think about people doing funny things there's funny ones of my partner when he was younger so we know it's been something that he's done a lot there was a interesting one about my grandfather I think one time he was in a place that he didn't know and he was trying to go to the bathroom and he was sort of half asleep and it wasn't that he was just lost and he ended up trying to climb over the banister of the stair to go to the bathroom I know it could have actually been quite dangerous Mm. but have you ever had a dream where you've had a fight with somebody afterwards over it? You've been really angry about something they've done in the dream and you're mad at them? No. Because people talk about having dreams about someone and then being mad at them the next day for something and they haven't done it. No, but on the other side, I've had really bad dreams about people where the next 24 hours I've been really scared to not have them in sight or something like that and I've annoyed them. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. If something bad's happened to them, you don't want that to preempt something. Yeah, Yeah. so that's the nearest I can get to it. I don't think I've actually acted on something that had happened in a dream. I have a recurring dream outside Mm. of the stress dreams already, but this recurring dream is that my teeth have fallen out. (laughs) And this is one I have... Sign of ageing, Jen. Well, you can get the dream books. Teeth falling out recurring as a dream is a fear of loss. 
Oh, wow. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, and there's a lot more into it, but for me... It's definitely not connected outside of brushing my teeth to anything that's happened the day beforehand. But I'll have moments where I'll put my hands in my mouth and I'll just be able to pull out oh, all wow. of my teeth. In your dream. In my dream. Oh, God. And I've had that dream often enough to make it realise that that's for one reason or another just that theme in my life that pops up from time to time. Or I'll be wobbling the teeth and they'll mm. just come out my hand. Because I'd had it so often, that's why I went to the book to see but if there you, was a meaning to it. Do you notice that that's at a time when you are worried about a person and their health or their well-being. Yeah. Oh, right. It is usually connected in, which is also interesting. Yeah, very. But I think it's probably fair to say that there's not huge amounts of times in your life where you're not stressed about one thing or a person or another. Mm. So it's hard to know if it's connected. I've had one recurring dream and I haven't had it for a very, very long time. And in fact, so long now that my memory of it's starting to fade a little bit. But it involves me and some of my cousins and my sister when we were really young. I used to have it a lot when I was young. Being in this big double-story house, all I remember is a lot of colour and this massive dragon living in this house and us, like, seeing this dragon and trying to run away from the dragon and being scared. And I remember my aunties and my grandparents and mum and dad and all kind of my mum's side of the family were all there and all involved and we were trying to escape from this house because there was this huge, big, green and orange dragon in there. And... At the moment, that's all I can remember from it. A lot of my dreams I don't remember. If you ask me the next day or a few hours later, I couldn't tell you. But that one, I used to be able to recite it, and it never changed. It wasn't the, like you said, with your teeth, one time you might have been pulling them out, another time you're wobbling them. This was the exact same dream every time. How bizarre. And I have absolutely no idea what it means. If you've listened to our psychics episode you'll know that Kirsty doesn't want to know what it means oh I I would be interested maybe I'd see what your dream book says about dragons but yeah it was Mm. just I never really took anything from it because there weren't any dragons that I was worried about or in my house or anything like that but I could never link it to anything that I'd watched or seen or been thinking about but it was always just this big house and us as really little kids and everything was colorful and this big colorful dragon I don't know if the dragon was scary or friendly or what but I just remember we were trying to get out of the house because there was this big dragon in there. You just reminded me of something. Not long ago, maybe a year and a half ago, my younger son drew a picture of this monster, I'll put in inverted commas, and asked me to take it to the psychic that I worked with on a Saturday morning, along with a description of the dream he'd been having. Just gave me this piece of paper, and he's also a really vivid dreamer. More often than not in the morning, he'll come to me and say, I've had this dream, can I tell you about it? A lot of them are funny, but he has a lot of scary ones as well. Mm. So I gave the piece of paper with the monster to the psychic and she wrote him a note afterwards saying, this is a good monster, he's protecting you mm. and don't be afraid if he pops up in your dreams. And I gave it back to my son afterwards because it's clearly a recurring thing and my son actually said, oh, I know, he's a good monster. I just wanted to show her. Oh, wow. Nightmares then. Yeah. Do you have Nightmares. Yeah, and the snake one was a case of it. Are you scared of snakes? I don't mind snakes, but I certainly don't want to wade into a river with like, sure. snakes everywhere. But I have often dreams of flood, fire, and running, and they're running away because yeah. there's something wow. bad happening behind. Again, I suppose that's a recurring dream, but I do have those that the world is ending or something terrible is happening and trying to escape from the situation. Wow. So... 
I've had a few nightmares where I have woken up and my heart is beating. Have you ever had that sensation mm. where you actually feel like your heart is going to stop because it's overwhelmed with fear from a dream? I haven't, but again, my partner has, and he'll wake up in sweats. Oh, wow. He has very vivid night horrors. Mm. He'll wake up sweating and really, really shaken. But I've never had that. Mm. But I have had nightmares. But again, my nightmares are always linked back to something. They come from scary movies that I've watched. For example, oh, to be honest with you, I don't even want to say the name of the movie because it freaks me out. Then and please don't because no, I think about it too. <laughs> but I've had nightmares about horror movies that I've seen or seen clips of. Do you know that franchise Scary Movie 1, Scary Movie 2, mm. and it's like a funny comedic ripoff of scary films? We used to watch them with Dad and my sister and because they're funny and they're comedic and they're like M-rated or whatever. And I used to have terrifying dreams from them because the concept of the horror was still there. They just made it funny. But all the scary characters, the saw, all of that was still there. The Chainsaw Massacre and Science of the Lambs and whatnot, they were all embedded in the movie. But people just made a joke out of them instead of being scared about them. And I used to still get scared of them because that idea of the horror was still there. And so I've had nightmares involving horror movie characters and stuff like that but I know it's because I've watched a scary movie. So one of the other things before we wrap up this dream conversation and this is a gen thing which I know will freak you out because I think this is actually one of the early conversations you and I had. If I dream about you or mm -hmm. one of my friends and if it's positive and I think there's a message in it I will always contact that person that morning and say, I had this dream about you and this happened. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, I mean, again, you can read whatever you want to or not into it, but oftentimes it's tied into something in their life. Mm -hmm. And so I always go out of my way if I've dreamt about you to drop your line the next morning and say, hey, I had that night unless I've slept with you, of course, I won't be dropping, <laughs> <laughs> dropping you an email the next morning to say, by, by the way... way. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> but I like to, if I've had a nice dream where I've thought about a friend or someone who I haven't spoken to for a while, I always drop them a line. So here's, I think, a big difference with you and I thinking about these sorts of things is because you can link it back to your superstitions and your psyche, whereas I will have a dream and I'll wake up the next morning thinking, oh, that was weird and that's it. I won't think about it again. It's mm. done. It goes through my mind. I don't dwell on it. I don't try and look for a sign in it. I sometimes think, why would I have had that dream? And then I link back, oh, yeah, I watched this yesterday or I saw this or we had a conversation about this topic and that's why I had that dream just to go back and try and figure out where it's come from but I never worry about them I never take them as messages or signs for anything and if I had a dream about a person I don't think I would ever message them and be like oh I had this dream about you and this happened or bad thing happened or good thing happened it's just a dream mm. to me it's not real in that it hasn't actually happened and I don't think I would take it as oh this is going to happen I've always been really glad when I've written down about a dream later on because you do forget mm, and you forget you within often you'll wake in the night and think, hey, I'll remember that dream tomorrow morning. You can't even remember it then. Mm -hmm. But a couple of really important ones for me is that after my grandmother died and my grandmother had Parkinson's and she'd been in hospital for a long period of time, in the weeks after she died, I dreamt that I was at a place there was a ballroom and she was dancing in the ballroom in this red dress. I can still see it really clearly in my head. And it was really liberating a dream because I felt like she was finally free and she'd love to dance. So it was really nice to see her in that dream mm. after she'd passed away. Same thing for my brother. For at least the first couple of years after he died, I often 
remember dreaming that he and I were in conversation together mm. and in the dream I was conscious of the fact that we had limited time to talk so mm. I had to make the most of this opportunity. I can't remember any of the conversations but I do remember that we were sitting and mm. having conversations together and I wake the next morning and think oh, I had a chat with Jamie last night mm. and that was both bittersweet and lovely but that's also stuck with me because it happened for quite a long period of time having these chats mm. with my brother in my sleep but with that conscious knowledge that I had limited time. To but talk see, to I him. wonder if that you're quite spiritual in that sense, and I wonder if that's part of it. Mm. The last thing I will say though is I have had dreams. I've had real life situations where bad things have happened to me or negative things have happened to me. And I've had dreams that if it's involved somebody doing something not nice to me, I've had dreams that other people that I love and care about have done the same thing. Oh, that's yeah. not good. No. So that's when I've gone, oh, these really bad things happened and now I've dreamt that someone else has done the same thing or treated me the same or the same thing has happened to somebody else close to me. What I put that down to is just when you go through grief or difficult times, your mind is always trying to work out how to deal with that. And I think it's just your mind thinking about it while you're asleep and that's why you dream about it. That's probably the other factor of dreams that I've had. I've woken up and I've been like, oh, I had a dream that this person did this to me. And Someone else has done that to me earlier in life, but now I'm having a dream that someone close to me now has done the same thing. We'd love to hear your dreams. Work dreams, stress dreams, sex dreams. Yes. <laughs> and I imagine if anyone's had a dream about us. Oh. Would you want to know? You would want to know? Yeah, we'd actually. If you've had a dream <laughs> about Jen or I, please tell us, honestly. That would make my day. Yeah. That wraps up another episode of 2040, a podcast celebrating friendship across generations. You can contact Jen or I via our 20-40 Facebook page or email 20-40 at gmail.com. We love your feedback, thoughts, questions and ideas for future podcasts. Thank you for listening.